Heavenly Father, we come to you again at this moment to thank you so much that we have been blessed since this morning. And until now, we feel blessed because you are here, you are speaking to us, and you are helping us to understand more and more about your word. So now, as we are about to open your word again, please renew in us the beauty of your word and let it be clear so that we can grasp the information grasp the teaching and so that we can be blessed also lead us and guide us throughout this moment speak through the one who's speaking right now use him as an instrument in your hand in the name of jesus we pray amen all right welcome everyone my name is wesley and uh, I have to, I'm going to repeat something that I uh, said before and I said it last night. Uh, the title that you see in your uh, bulletin, if I can say, it is, uh, you will see that there is a different pattern that we are taking because we uh, were supposed to start with false revival and end up with false leaders but but uh, we are start we are doing it in descending order so we have started with the false leader and now we have false god and after we're going to have false unity and we're going to finish with false revival so uh, this morning we 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 saw a story in the bible and in fact all the things that i've all the title that i that I've mentioned that, I, that, is, that are in the little book, we, uh, it's taken from only one story. And uh, in this story, you, when you study it, you see that all these things happen in, in, in this particular moment of history. And this is what we try to extract from it and to see how these things happen in the middle of, of the people of God. And what we saw this morning about false leaders, we saw that there was a leader in, 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 in Israel while uh, the leader's name is Aaron. And while Moses was on the mountain, he told Aaron, uh, I will be back in uh, Exodus chapter 24. I'll be back, tarry ye here until we come. So when the people came to, to Aaron and asked for a God, in chapter 32 and they said we don't know what what happened to Moses in fact I'm just gonna read chapter 32 Exodus Exodus chapter 32 so now the the, the seminar that we are we are studying with, that we are seeing is false God okay Exodus chapter 32 and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount of uh, out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together and to Aaron and said unto him, "Up, make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of Egypt, out of the land of Egypt, we would not what is become of him." So what we saw in in the first. Uh, seminar is that uh, the people says we don't know what happened to Moses 
But in fact, when you turn in chapter 24, you see that Moses says where he was going and what he was doing. And Moses, the, the, the verse says in chapter 24, verse 13, 14, 15, that Moses told these things to the elders, to Aaron and uh, someone else called H-U-R. Her. Thank you. And these were the leaders of Israel. But when the people came to, to them, instead of reminding them of what Moses said, they just go with the flow. So the first thing that we saw, we saw that instead of uh, reminding the people uh, the word of Moses, the word of God, if we put it in actual uh, situation, they failed to do that as leaders. And second one, uh, we saw that Aaron as leaders, he failed to stand firm for what he believed and just go with the flow. Chapter 23, verse 2 of Exodus says that thou shalt not follow the multitude to do evil. So what he did, he just go with the majority and, and, and please them. And the third thing that what happened is that Aaron, he is the one who made the molten calf. In other words, the, the calf. And when you look at verse 4 in chapter 32, verse 4 and verse 5, you will see that there are many things. He received the golden earrings. He fashioned it. He, he made a molten calf. And uh, he, the, the, the word of God said, he built an altar and he proclaimed a feast for the Lord. So he's the one who brought this false god among uh, God's people and he was a leader. So it's not, uh, what I'm trying to say, to, to show you is that I'm not taking people from outside that will come in and try to convince you of something wrong. But God, but uh, Satan is using people from within and try to deceive us. Now, what about this false God? When we talk, when we see in verse uh, 1 of chapter 32, we see that the people came to Aaron and asked for God. When we talk about false God, what do you think about? Idol. Idols. And then? I have papers to give you, but I won't give you because we, you will know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, idols. And then? Yeah, God and goddesses like uh, in ancient history, well, even now we have some gods and goddesses, all right? Welcome, welcome. And uh, yes, what false god you can have? Some people, like if we take, uh, some people, it's, it's money, it's their car, it's their appearance, right? So I, I, when I studied this, I was shocked that there was something else that is false God as well. Because before we get there, what was the people request? Exodus 32, chapter, uh, chapter 32, verse 1. What were they asking for? 
make us gods. Now, watch this. They don't know what's happening with Moses. Okay? They don't know what's, what's going on with Moses. And Moses is a leader. Instead of asking for another leader to lead them, they're asking for God. Were they taking Moses for God? Was Moses their God? But when you look at this verse, when you look at this passage, you will see that God is written with a small g, with an s, which means gods. And when we look at it, we see that uh, this means idols. Right? Are we still together? Yeah. All right. But the original word used for gods here, the original version, the original version of gods here is Elohim. In, in fact, when you look at it, it says, up, make us Elohim. Does that sound familiar to you? Elohim? Genesis 1.1, God created all things. In other words, Elohim created all things. When we use the term Elohim, it, which means God Almighty, God in plural, which means that there was the Trinity here creating something. All right? Which means that Elohim, which is the self-existent being, that he doesn't have any beginning because he is the beginning. He doesn't last because he is infinite. So what they were really asking is to make us Elohim. So now when we look at this, it says, make us Elohim that shall go before us. While the true Elohim asked them to stay here, to wait here until Moses come back. And then we're going to proceed with the walk until we reach uh, Canaan. In fact, what, what, what's happening here is that they want a God who looks like Elohim, who has the same power of Elohim, who can do the same thing as Elohim, but in the same time who will do their will, who will go their way, who will move when they want to move, when they want to do something, we will move with that power of God. Is it clear or? Yeah. Okay. What I'm trying to say here is that the people, what they were asking is something that they can control, who has the same power of God, but what they can control. Can you control God? Can you tell God what to do? He tell you what to do. And, and, and here, it, it is interesting to see that when God says, stay here, wait here, they want to move. But when God say, move and go in, in the city, they say, no, I won't move. We won't move. There's giant there. 
what's happening in this story, dear friends, is that their perception of God was wrong. They know Elohim, the word, the concept of God, but the wrong conception comes when they think that they can control God and they can influence the 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 uh, they can influence God in their decision. Now it is all right. Now let's take this. When we look at at uh, at the verse uh, verse four, Exodus thirty-two, verse four. What does it says here? When he received them at their hand and fashioned it and with the graving tool after he made it a molten calf and they said these be thy gods O Israel which brought thee out of the land of Egypt what did you see in this verse what did you see in in, in this verse did Aaron proclaim what he did God do you see that in that verse no. He made it. He fashioned it. But he didn't proclaim it. It's the people who proclaim it God. And then he said, we build an altar and we're going to celebrate and have a feast for the Lord. What he, he did here, he's very smart, by the way. Let's say I'm a baker. Okay. I'm a baker. And you guys know what is a muffin? What is a croissant? Okay, that's cool. Let's say I'm a baker and you don't know what, what a muffin look like. Okay? You don't know what a muffin look like. And you know what a croissant is. And I'm a baker. I only know uh, how to make croissant. And I don't know how to do muffin. Are you following me? All right? You come to me and say, hey, I heard about this muffin. Can you do one for me? Say, yeah, 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 no problem. I don't know how to do muffin. I make a croissant, but I change, instead of doing it like, you know, this, and I put it in a way that it, it doesn't have these two things here, like the croissant like this, all right? I just change it and put it like this. I do it. I cook it and I place it in front of you. I don't say, what is it? And you say, that's a muffin. Wow, hey guys, we got a muffin. <laughs> Did I say it was a muffin? No. Because I don't know what it is. I, I made a, a, a croissant in a different form, in a different way, and I present it to you. Do you see what, what Aaron did? Do you see what Aaron did? He made it. He received the, 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 the golden earrings. He fashioned it. He made a molten calf. And then he put it there. And the people says, this is Elohim? In reality, what he did, he just gave them a perception of God, a wrong perception of God. 
just gonna can you pass it up please what Aaron did is just to present something and let you make your own decision of what it is he doesn't say that it was not God because he heard God said do not make uh, an image of what is in heaven in Exodus 20. He knows that what he was doing was not right. But in the meantime, he doesn't want to say that he was wrong. But he just present this to the people and let them decide what they will do. What uh, they, they will do. Now, in the first paragraph that you have in this paper, the first one, Satan deception. The first one. Thanks. The first one says, I tell you in the name of the Lord of Israel that Satan is presenting his sophistries to ministers and medical workers. And if our people listen to these sophistries, they will become impregnated with the same false idea of popular religion that will cause them to develop into gods. And there will be no place in their lives for God or for Christ. Manus uh, the ten manuscript uh, release 10. What we've seen here is that Satan is doing the same thing of what he did in Israel in Exodus chapter 32. He's presenting that to the ministers and they are the one who will bring it into the church. Now, don't get me wrong, as I said in the, in the first seminar as well, I'm not here to pinpoint leaders or to, uh, to try to cut down leaders, no. We are all leaders. We are all uh, priests. Revelation uh, 1 verse 6. We are all priests. So we all have, uh, let's say, a role to play in this, in this, in this uh, world for God. And what we are, are having, what we put in our minds, things that we are uh, letting Satan put in our minds can develop into gods. So, in fact, when we look at the, the story now, we understand that uh, it's not about false god. It's not about idols. It's not about statues. It's not about money. It's not about uh, your car or whatever it is. But it's about the wrong perception of God. Now, the, the one before the last uh, paragraph, false con conception of God or idolatry. All right? Are we worshippers of Jehovah or of Baal? Of the living God or of idols? The outward shrines may be visible there may be no image for the eyes to rest upon, yet we may be practicing idolatry. It is easy, it is as easy to make an idol of cherished ideas 
O objects, as to fashion gods of wood or stone. Now the next, I bold it. Thousands have a false conception of God and his attributes. They are as verily serving false God as were the servants of Be'ah. Thousands have false conception of God. The conception of God is, is simply the, the thought, the, the ideas, the, 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 how you perceive God. And the spirit of prophecy uh, says, uh, and it is found in, in um, uh, Review and Herald, December 3, 1908. And this thing is that when you look at it, you say, thousand has false conception of God. How can it be? We have the doctrines, we have the Bible, we have spirit of prophecy, but yet we have a false conception of God. We don't see God the way that we were supposed to see. We don't conceive God in our minds the way that we were supposed to conceive, to see Him, to adore Him. And when you get into this trap, you're having false god. You're just worshipping a false god. And it, it says here, uh, you can make an idol of cherished ideas. Let's, let's see what, he's, uh, what she said about uh, young people in Selected uh, uh, Message, volume, volume uh, 3, uh, page 398. Young people and false god. There will be, even among us, hireling and wolves in sheep's clothing, who will persuade some of the flock of God to sacrifice unto other gods before the Lord. Youth are not who are not established, rooted, and grounded in the truth will be corrupted and drawn away by the blind leaders of the blind and the ungodly the despisers that wander and perish who despise the sovereignty of the ancient of days and place on the throne a false god a being of their own defining a being altogether such as such and one as themselves these agents will be in Satan's hands to corrupt the faith of the unwary. What we, what we are seeing here, dear friends, is that we are all young here, all right? And there are so many things that is presented to today that we don't know if it is good to do or not good to do if it is true or not true, if it is according to the word of God or if not. But what Satan is doing, he's trying to get into your mind and try to give you a false conception of God. In fact, let me take this example. You know the, the story, the fall of, of, of Lucifer. 
In fact, when he starts things in heaven to rebel in, in heaven, what did he do? He just go out and, I'm not, I'm against you. Or he came out with a false conception of God. He was just saying to the angels, you know, this God, we can be good by ourselves. We don't need a law. God is, is trying to, to make us his slaves. And he says that he loves us. When you look at God like this, it's a wrong perception. Why it is a false God? Let me finish with this one verse. And this is how Satan was able to have one third of the angels in heaven. It's because he was successful to reach their mind, to implant these false ideas, these false thoughts in their mind so that they also believe that what he said was true. Uh, let's take the second one, human theories. You can read it at home. I'm, I'm not going to go through it. But it talks about philosophers as well. But the second paragraph, I, I put it in bold. The second paragraph, I put it in bold. It says, a lie believed, practiced, becomes as truth to them. A lie believed, practiced, becomes something true. And when you look at these angels who were pure in their environment, who were pure in mind, and now thinking that they were able to have this kind of thoughts, now how about us who has been, that sin has get into our mind, our mind so much in our lives, isn't it he easy for him to put that small or wrong conception in, in, in our minds? He can. And that's why the spirit of prophecy says that for young people, we have to be more rooted, grounded in the truth so that we won't be corrupt and be led by blind leaders. We have to know where we stand. We have to, to look in the Word of God what they are sharing with us. What we are receiving from the Word. Is it something true? Is it something that we can, we can, we can accept? Is it something that concerning and have the, 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 the characteristic of God and that can be acceptable for... Uh, uh, when we, we, we try to examine it through the Word of God? Or is it just something that it's a great idea, we just accept it? It's something true, but it's not biblical. Uh, and it says, They place on the throne a false God, a being of their own defining a being altogether such as themselves. It's, it is so interesting that today we have so many conceptions of God. Can you tell me some of the conception of God? How you perceive God? How people perceive God? What do you think? 
We are talking about conception of God. What is it exactly? That's one. That's one of the false conception of, of God is to is to think that God is not, not is not concerned about what's going on in, 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 in the world. And then what do you think? God is evil? Yes. It is a wrong conception of God. God is evil. How can this happen? It's, it is God. Sorry? Freedom. Freedom. Freedom? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you mean by that? Let me, if I can rephrase it, you just tell me if it is right. Which means that we think that we are with God and we have the freedom to do everything. That's what you mean? Okay, okay, so, so which means that if you have God, you have the liberty to do everything because we have freedom. Okay, we've been delivered from uh, the law and there's no law anymore. And what else? Let's take a uh, last one and then we, we continue. God doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong conception of God. God doesn't exist. But... Let me read something to you. It is found in Desire of Ages. Uh, it is something that I put, didn't put in that because I, I got it after. Thus Satan worked to discourage the people, to lower the, their conception of the character of God, and to bring the faith of Israel into contempt. He hoped to establish the claim to put forth when he rebelled in heaven, that the requirements of God were unjust and could not be obeyed. Even Israel, he declared, did not keep the law. What he's trying to do? To lower, to lower the understanding, uh, to lower the conception of God. That's why we have all these theories today. God doesn't exist, God is evil, that we, 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 we are in God and we don't have to keep the law and we have all the freedom. One of the other uh, conception of God is to think, according to the story that we, we, we just read in chapter 32, is to think that God looked like a calf. Second thing that we think about God is a wrong conception. When we think that when we sin, God is too hard and too harsh to accept you the way you are. And that's, that's the problem, is that when, if Satan gives you this perception, if he can reach your mind with this, that God cannot forgive you, God will be hard on you, God can, cannot pardon you because you did that or that, you have created for yourself a false God. Let me read something in uh, In his restless youth, the prodigal looked upon his father as stern and severe. How different his conception of him now. So those who are deceived by Satan look upon God as hard and exacting. They regard him as watching to denounce and condemn. 
as unwilling to receive the sinner so long as there is a legal excuse for not helping him. His law they regarded as a restriction upon men's happiness and burdensome yoke from which they are glad to escape. What, what happened here? Uh, it was talking about the, the prodigal son. Pro the prodigal son has a problem. He thought that his father was, will just accept him like a servant to make him serve at the, at, uh, 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 in the house. This is the, the perception that he had from his father. That when he will go back home, his father will say, what are you doing here? You didn't take everything and, 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 and left? What, what are you doing here now? There's nothing for you here. But when he was walking, he was on his way to the house of the father, when he saw the reaction, when he saw the action of the father, this changed his perception of, of his father. So the thing is that what Satan is doing, when we go astray, when we do something wrong, he tries to tell you, why do you think you have to go to God? He's not going to accept you. The Bible says that if you continue to sin, he will not accept you. Even he will show you things in the Bible that will help you, uh, not help you, that will make your situation worse than before. But when we grasp this right conception of God, this is how a believer can, I mean, he can really grow in his relationship with God. And what is the right conception of God? The last paragraph. The last paragraph. Okay? Uh, in the book that I may know him, uh, page 9, what will bring a clearer and higher conception of God? We cannot, we cannot by searching find out God, but he has revealed himself in his Son, who is in the brightness of the Father's glory, and express the image of his person. If we desire a knowledge of God, we must be Christ-like, living in a pure life through faith, in Christ as personal Savior will bring to a believer, to the believer, a clearer and higher conception of God. What will give us a higher and clearer conception of God? Living a life through faith in Christ, and we have to be Christ like. In fact, when we, you look at the Word of God, when you look at all these, uh, the story of Jesus on earth, when you look at what He did, when you look at all the miracles that He did, you see that there is something different uh, 
that he did that the priests in that time did, didn't do. And the thing is that the priest was ready to condemn those people, was ready to condemn those who were sick, who were blind, who were handicapped, or everything that was wrong, they were ready to condemn them. them. But Jesus was ready to forgive, ready to accept them, and ready to show them the right perception of God through him. And when we study the life of Jesus Christ, we see we can have a clearer, a better understanding of who God is. Dear friends, my, this is the seminar about false God. Is that the people of Israel wanted something. They wanted the real Elohim but with their own perception, which means that they wanted the same God, same power that they can control. And in fact, what the leader did, he just made something and let them decide that this is the God, this is the, 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 the God who brought you out of Egypt. In other words, he's just placing things before us and let us accept it and make it God's in our lives. What we saw also is that Satan is working in a way so that we can accept uh, sophistries, ideas, uh, thoughts, and uh, so that these can be so cherished that it can become a false god. So what is a false god again? A false conception of God. It's not, it's not only about idols or statutes or money or anything else but when we talk about false god among god's people it's something higher than that which means how you perceive god and how you perceive god and uh, ideas that you cherish that is not according to the word of god can be a false god as well my prayer for every one of us this uh, afternoon is that we can Get it right. I'm not just talking about false leaders, false God, false unity, false revival. I'm not just talking about false, 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 false. But we have to know the truth, the, 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 the real thing. So that we can move forward. We can go forward. And even if we have something in mind, we can approach with God knowing that He's listening. That we can ask him something or whatever it is. The right conception of God, I pray that you, we will have it so that we don't have any gods in us, so that nothing can take place who God really is in our lives. I would like to invite you to say a word of prayer before we take uh, questions. Uh, can we stand, please? Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you at this moment also to thank you so much that your word is, is, is powerful. Thank you that in these small things 
these verses we have been able to grasp the ideas of false leaders we have now grasped the ideas of, of false god and through the, the spirit of prophecy as well we now understand that false god is not only about our idols but it's that about knowing you the perception the conception of you your character please as we have studied all this we would like you to help us now to purify our minds to remove from our whole being lies that have been in our lives so much that we have started to make it gods in our lives so please cleanse us this morning purify us and remove all wrong conception of you so that this afternoon we can leave this place learning and wanted to learn more about your character who you really are help us father to rediscover your love and help us lord to rediscover you for who you really are bless us as we go lead us as we going through this moment of questions in the name of jesus i pray amen this media was brought to you by audioverse a website dedicated to spreading god's word through free sermon audio and much more if you would like to know more about audioverse or if you would like to listen to more sermons please visit www.audioverse.org.